Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcast, now on YouTube and Facebook Live and my personal Facebook Live page. So my name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister for pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling right here in Middle Tennessee. So the um, great news, We've, the Women in Ministry TV prayer line is now available from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time and from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. The number is, jot this down, just in case you have a prayer request during the broadcast or if you need to talk to someone right now, the number is one 507 7293. Well, thank you for joining me again today as we continue to study the name on the names of God. So last week I did something a little bit different, and I hope that you got to listen live or to the recorded um, teaching. I wanted to focus on a particular person in the Bible that had an encounter with Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. So when we went through Judges 6, 1 through 24, and we were introduced to a remarkable judge by the name of Gideon. Gideon is basically a study of contrast. In contrast, on the one hand, Gideon was a man who led a handful of warriors against a far larger army and won a great victory. On the other hand, Gideon was filled with doubts, fears, and questions. He was a man who questioned God's plan, yet he did God's will. And the questions that I hope you pondered on this last week were, what about you? Are you doing what the Lord wants you to do? Have you found that place of service that he saved you to fill? Are you just content to stand back while others do, the, do all the work and you watch? Is there some fear, dread, anxiety? Has, has he been calling you to do something, but you hold back, making your excuses as to why you can't and do what he wants you to do? Is today when you, is today, or let this be today, when you throw up the white flag of surrender and trust the Lord to do his perfect will in your life? And if you're not saved and you want to know Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, today would be a good day to come to Jesus if you're not already. He, if he is drawing you on any level, I invite you to be obedient to his voice. Come and let the Lord have his way in your life. Today, I want to focus on God's name, just the name, Jehovah Shalom which is found, which we studied last week, only once in the Old Testament, Judges 6, 23 through 24. It says, Then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord and called it the Lord Shalom. To, to this day, it is still in Ophrah of the Ebezerites, I don't know if I said that right, but Jehovah 
as we learned um, week before last, is from the Hebrew word Hava, and it is translated the existing one or Lord, which denotes a God who consistently reveals himself. Shalom, um, I found a really good explanation of Shalom in the Evangelical Dictionary of Biblical Theology. It says, the biblical concept of peace rests heavily on the Hebrew word shalom, and it's actually spelled S-H-L-M, which means to be complete or to be sound. The verb conveys both a dynamic and a static meaning, to be complete or whole or to live well. The noun had many nuances, but can be grouped into four categories. So number one, shalom as a wholeness or as wholeness of life or body, as in health. Number two, shalom as the right relationship or harmony between two parties or people, often established by a covenant. And we could see this covenant of peace that God created in Numbers 25, Isaiah 54, and Ezekiel 34. And when related to Yahweh, the covenant was renewed or maintained with a peace offering. So number three, shalom can also be described as prosperity, success, or fulfillment found in Leviticus 26. And number four, shalom can be found as victory, over one's enemies or absence of war. And I really like what um, W.C. Sprawl said in his commentary on Shalom. First of all, he says, first of all, Shalom, first of all, means an interlude of safety from the ravages of warfare. The insecurity that comes from war made its mark on these Hebrew people. They looked for the day when the swords would be beaten into plowshares. The Old Testament concept of peace ascends into a theological vision. It is a vision of a new relationship between God and us and with each other, a relationship of friendship. In sin, we are estranged from God, but in Christ, we have peace with God. And the fruit of this peace with God is peace with others. Too often, and I love what he says here, too often we desire to be recipients. We desire to be recipients of peace and joy. We wait for it to come to us through other people and circumstances. However, Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers in Matthew 5, 9. Suggestion, suggesting that we should initiate peace. So anticipate how you can actively bring peace and joy to a situation, relationship, or even a task. I know sometimes it's hard to do chores with peace, but maybe initiate that this week as you, whatever task, if it's mowing the lawn, um, doing the dishes, find, actively bring peace to that situation. So who is Jehovah Shalom and what can we expect for him? So number one, there are three things. Number one, God desires to give us peace. And if you open your Bibles or take some notes or open um, your Bible app, 
jot these three scriptures down. You want to um, maybe put them on a note card to remind you that God's desire is to give you and I peace. We find in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Psalms 29, 11 says, the Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. I absolutely love that scripture. It is underlined, starred, highlighted in my Bible um, because I look to him to give me strength and I forget quite often that he will bless his people with peace. And so I have to be reminded uh, quite a bit <laughs> that he will bless us with peace. Isaiah 26, 12 says, Lord, you will establish peace for us for you have also done all our works in us. Number two, Jesus is the supplier of our peace. This peace that Jesus gives is not the absence of trouble, but it is rather the confidence that he is right there with us always. We find in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world give, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, let it not be afraid. John 16, 33 says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. For all of you history buffs, I just want to throw this in here. Um, since the beginning, um, so, yeah, since the beginning of recorded history, the entire world has been at peace less than 8% of the time. Let that sink in. Since the beginning of recorded history, the entire world has been at peace less than 8% of the time. Of 3,530 years of recorded history, only, only 286 years saw peace. Moreover, in excess of 8,000 peace treaties were made and broken. During this period, there were 14,351 wars, large and small, in which 3.64 billion people died. The third thing that we can expect from Jehovah Shalom is that Jesus's death is how we were provided such peace. We find in Romans 5, verse 1 and 10, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So how do we approach Jehovah Shalom in this day and time when there is a lot of chaos, 
all, all around us. So number one, dwell, choose to dwell in his presence. Isaiah 26.3 says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And number two, we are to choose to pursue peace. Sanctification involves experiencing more of his blessed peace. It is a process, a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly process. And I don't think we will ever be 100% at peace with everything in our entire life until we get to heaven. That's just my my um, opinion. So go to open your Bibles or your Bible apps, because um, I kind of want to go over this scripture a little bit more in depth. Um, Philippians 4, 6 through 9. So if you'll go there with me, Philippians 4. Okay. So, um, yeah, verse four or verse six. Yeah, six through nine. Chapter four, verse six in Philippians. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, virtue, and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. In one of the commentaries that I um, read this week, the peace of God is described, the Bible describes three great aspects of peace that relate to God. There's peace from God. You know, um, all the books that Paul wrote, he continually used this as an introduction to his letters. It reminds us that our peace comes to us as a gift from God. There's peace with God. This describes a relationship that we enter into with God through the finished work of Jesus Christ and the peace of God. This is spoken, this is the peace spoken of in Philippians 4 7. It is beyond all mind, that is, beyond our power of thinking. So what is God's peace? According to Charles Spurgeon, the unruffled, and I love his, his explanation, the unruffled serenity of the infinitely happy God, the eternal composure of the absolutely well-centered, well-contented God. So today, if you find finding yourself anxious, worried, troubled, distressed, or even afraid, I challenge you this next week, 
set aside a time to cry out to Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace, the God who is peace. Pursue that peace with everything in you that only comes from God. Get away from all distractions. If you can, if you can't um, find a space, just to go to your car, sit in your car with no radio on, no distractions, and get a journal, your Bible, put down the phone, and start praying. Meditating on one of these scriptures that I cover today, or just cry out to God, Lord, show me your peace. I need your peace in my life today. Run after God's peace that peace that surpasses all human understanding. So that is my challenge to you today. Run after God's peace, the peace that surpasses all human understanding. I'm going to close this out in prayer. Um, but before, yeah, let me close you out in prayer. And then I have one last scripture and... I will close this out. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for your peace, your peace that surpasses all human understanding. I thank you for that gift that you have given us. I thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, for um, his birth, his life on this earth, his ministry, all the stories throughout the Bible, um, and his death on the cross. Lord, I just thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you for the Holy Spirit that is um, on the inside of me. And I thank you for just the peace that, um, that you have given me. And Lord, when there is chaos around me, please remind me, please remind our listeners that they can reach out, I can reach out and just ask you, come with your peace. And so, Lord, I thank you for all that, all of those that are watching and listening. Lord, I pray that you will be with them today. If they don't know Jesus as their personal Savior, Lord, I pray that you would um, prompt them to either call um, and talk to someone or um, reach out to their friend or their pastor. And Lord, I just thank you for who you are and the peace that you give us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So a scripture, another scripture that I really love that I want to pray over or bless you with today is the Lord bless you and keep you. It's from Numbers 20, number six, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace, give you shalom. Thank you, my friends, for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcast YouTube channel or Women in TV Ministry TV broadcast Facebook page every Friday at 11 o'clock Central Standard, Standard Time as we discover together the many precious names of God. I will upload the audio portion of this broadcast to my podcast, Devotions with Deanna. And if you have specific prayer requests and you would like me to pray for you, you can either call the 1-800 number or 1-888-507-7293. Send me an email, devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com. 
are seeing below, scrolling below. If you need a counselor, I've put my website and my email address um, that you can get in touch with me. I do online counseling as well. Um, and so I'm just throwing that out there. Um, but you have a blessed and wonderful day. And may the Lord be with you and peace be over you. Jehovah Shalom. Have a great day.